Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Folks, we're teetering on what could be an economic meltdown, threatening to wash away our savings and retirement. Inflation has surged to levels unseen in 40 years. Gold is the smartest and most responsible investment you can make for you and your family in times like these. A safe haven asset that protects your purchasing power and your wallet from inflation. When it comes to protecting your IRA or 401k, trust only the best. My friends at Allegiance Gold. Allegiance Gold has earned the highest trust ratings in the precious metals industry and builds relationships based on integrity, expertise, and impeccable service. Get up to $5,000 in free silver on a qualifying purchase when you visit protectwithlou.com today or give them a call at 844-6484-LOU. Don't wait. Take control of your retirement today. Call 844-6484. 84LOU and speak with one of their experts. Time is of the essence. Protect your future with Allegiance Gold. Visit protectwithlou.com or call 844-648-4LOU. Hello everybody. I'm Lou Dobbs. This is the Great America Show. Welcome and great to have you with us. After the 2016 election, we all thought it was safe to assume Hillary Clinton would disappear, would trot off into the sunset after being dealt a huge defeat by President Trump. She never quite went away, though, did she? Every now and then you'd hear a mumble from the election denier, the disgruntled failed presidential candidate. This week, she surfaced. She made more than just a mumble, and it's unclear what her motive or plans are. But she's back in the media. And she is, as usual, peddling a disturbing message. In an interview with CNN, Clinton told the host, Trump supporters need to be re-educated. Is that familiar language, folks? And there needs to be, she said, a formal, a formal deprogramming of the cult members referring to you and me, all 80 million of us. Here she is. Sadly, so many of those extremists, those mega extremists, um, take their marching orders from Donald Trump, who has no credibility left by any measure. He's only in it for himself. He's now defending himself in civil actions and criminal actions. And when do they break with him? You know, because at some point, you know, maybe there needs to be a formal deprogramming of the cult members. Now, that's one bitter, angry, jealous woman who I might mention who hates Donald Trump with a passion that few human beings could ever match or muster and who will never be president of these United States. Crime in America is hitting new heights in 2023. No signs of it slowing down. Murders, robbery, armed robbery, looting, you name it, it's happening. Just this week, Philadelphia saw one of the worst weeks of looting since the riots of George Floyd's Summer of Love. 
The thugs hit stores from Apple to Lululemon to Foot Locker, and some even hit the Fine Wine and Good Spirits store for a nightcap. After the thugs wrapped up their free shopping spree, the Philadelphia Police Department decided to do something. They arrested, they say, 70 out of the roughly 100 looters. That's right, only 100. That's what the police and the prosecutors are saying, but I don't believe a word of it, or their highly suspect numbers. The police, in some instances, did finally do their job. But even then, when it came to George Soros, appointed District Attorney Larry Krasner, he's not about to do his job. And he came up with a brain twister of an excuse and rationalization of his passivity as a prosecutor. The Marxist Dem DA, speaking to the media shortly after the arrest, said he will not permit a judge to overcharge, quote, fundamentally law-abiding looters, end quote. Here is none other than Larry Krasner. I'm not going to let any judge disturb the peace of this city. We'll look carefully to see whether this is a one-off situation and they're fundamentally law-abiding people, hold them accountable one way, or whether they are criminals and they're all about taking advantage. My friend's language doesn't get much more Orwellian than that. God save these United States. And President Trump's attorneys have filed a motion to dismiss his January 6th case brought by the junkyard jackal special counsel Jack Smith. Trump's attorneys say everything the president said on that day is protected by presidential immunity, and they cite the impeachment clause, which states the president may be charged by indictment only in cases where the president has been impeached and convicted by trial in the Senate. In Trump's case, he was found not guilty by the Senate. Therefore, the case is closed. They say the junkyard special counsel is breaking 234 years of precedent and that Trump's efforts to ensure election integrity and to advocate for the same were inside the scope of his duties as president of the United States. I want to bring in our guest now. He's perhaps the most photographed person in the events of January 6th. He's the fellow you saw with the horned helmet and American flag inside the Capitol and is often referred to as the QAnon Shaman. His name is Jacob Chansley. He joins us now. And Jake, great to have you with us here on The Great America Show. Thanks for joining us. Let's begin with, first of all, the events of January 6th. Why were you there? What were your intentions? Well, I was there on December 12th of 2020. Uh, as well as on January 6th. And on December 12th, everything was fine. Everything was peaceful. People were by the Capitol building. They were by the Supreme Court building and everything was fine. So I expected more of the same on January 6th. Um, But I I actually went there for more spiritual reasons than I went there for political ones. I mean, or should I say as much uh, political reasons as much as uh, spiritual reasons? Um. Washington, D.C. is built on electromagnetic ley lines. That means that the Capitol building, the Washington Monument, which is a, which is a gigantic obelisk, the Lincoln Memorial, the White House, the Supreme Court, all of those buildings are built on ley lines. And that's kind of like uh, the pyramids are built on ley lines. The obelisks are built on ley lines, ancient temples, medicine wheels. So Washington, D.C., in that sense, is like a sacred site with a bunch of temples in one way or another. Does that make sense? You know, it's an interesting way to look at it. I hadn't thought of that. Uh, And when you say ley lines, uh, uh, tell us what you mean by that. Well, um, 
as I'm sure you're aware, the earth is surrounded by an electromagnetic field. And that electromagnetic field goes all the way down to the core. But that means that there are certain locations on the surface of the planet where these electromagnetic lines cross one another. And where it is that these electromagnetic lines cross one another, you end up seeing, you know, ancient pyramids, ancient obelisks, ancient temples and, you know, Native American medicine wheels, etc. And in our case, we have chosen to build, say, like Vatican City is built on ley lines. The London Palace is built on ley lines. All of Washington, D.C. is built on ley lines. And all three of these locations have an obelisk that is in these locations built on ley lines. So my being there was about ensuring that the highest levels of positive energy, peace, love, et cetera, were being plugged into the ley line grid system of the planet because as a shamanic practitioner, I consider that my duty. Well, it's it's fascinating, and I'm thinking a lot of people right now are thinking, whoa, where did we just go uh, in this conversation? I think that's fascinating, and we're going to go farther into that conversation because it's it's part of who you are. Uh, and uh, when they referred to you as the uh, the QAnon uh, shaman, uh, you know, they weren't entirely wrong. That that was a pretty good uh, two uh, two word label for you. Uh, well, and, I, I beg to differ because okay. I, I just I QAnon is a fiction that has been created by the Operation Mockingbird Media to discredit uh-huh. Q and the Anons. QAnon is is not a reality at all. It's it's a, a label that they created so that they could then control the narrative based on what Q is or who Q is and what the Anons are. Now, just to let you know, I also had one other reason why I chose to go to D.C. for the MAGA Million Marches. And a lot of people think that it's because of the election and that I think most people don't understand, at least for me in particular. But I also think a lot of other people is that it was one reason. It was a small part for me. It had a lot more to do with the fiat debt based currency of the Federal Reserve. It had a lot more to do with um JFK's assassination. It had a lot more to do with um, the long string of abuses ever since then. For example, you know, things like Waco, Texas, the Oklahoma City bombing, 9-11, the Vegas shooting, all of the mass shootings that have happened in between now and then, um, you know, things like Operation Fast and Furious, all of these things accumulated. And then eventually we get to, you know, COVID-1984, we get to the riots of 2020 and mayors and and governors standing down and doing nothing as people's businesses are burned and police are injured and et cetera. And then we finally get to the 2020 election. So to me, it's an accumulation of all of that stuff. And like it said in the Declaration of Independence, a long string of abuses. A long string of abuses. I couldn't agree with you more. I think most of the people listening to you today here on the Great America Show uh, probably agree with you. Uh, and we're you know, not signing on to any conspiracy theories. We're not signing on to uh, I- any of, the, of those things. Although, uh, frankly, I think it's hard to have a conspiracy theory uh, these days because so much 
be considered conspiracy theories are in actuality coming true. Uh, coming true. Uh, and I want to I want to go back to when you uh, corrected me on QAnon. Um, the reason I thought thought that was a good label is because you were carrying signs that read at least one of them said Q sent me, and you were associating yourself with uh, with Q. Uh, uh, let me ask you. Let me ask you this: Do you know Q? I mean, do you know who he is? Well, or she? Are they? I think, yeah, I don't think that uh, Q is an individual. I think it's a group of individuals. Um, I believe that Q is the highest levels of the military and the intelligence community disseminating above top secret information, which above top secret is a Q level security clearance. So I believe that it's the highest levels of the military intelligence and the intelligence community disseminating that above top secret information to patriots in our republic so that we can take back our country from the communists and the globalists that have infiltrated our nation at some of the highest and lowest levels so that they could bring it down from within and create a you know communist government that's brought into a new world order one world government uh, again uh, that is fascinating we're going to continue this fascinating conversation uh, with jake chansley uh the uh, QAnon shaman uh and i will on the other side find out if he wants me to quit calling him that uh, and if so i'll <laughs> defer meanwhile stay with us we'll be right back Have you heard you can listen to your favorite news podcasts ad-free? Good news. With Amazon Music, you have access to the largest catalog of ad-free top podcasts included with your Prime membership. To start listening, download the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash ad-free news podcasts. That's amazon.com slash ad-free news podcasts to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. As you write your life story, you're far from finished. Are you looking to close the book on your job? Maybe turn a page in your career. Be Continued at the Georgetown University School of Continuing Studies. Our professional master's degrees and certificates are designed to meet you where you are and take you where you want to go. At Georgetown SCS, the learning never stops, and neither do you. Write your next chapter. Be Continued at SCS. .georgetown.edu/podcast We're back now talking with Jacob Chansley, uh, probably the best known uh if you will, a political prisoner of the the Marxist left in this country uh, for his activities on the Capitol uh, and in the Capitol on January 6th. Jake, let's go to that that label, QAnon shaman. Uh, how do you prefer to be called? Jake, Jacob, or uh, referred to uh, as the shaman? Give us a, a sense of your reaction to those labels, to those names. Well, Jake is just fine. Um, I don't really call myself a shaman. I call myself um, a shamanic practitioner, but I am attempting in one way or another to uh, relabel or rebrand myself. And if I have to throw, you know, the term shaman in there, I would just say I'm America's shaman. I like it. American shaman. I'll put it that way. Uh, okay. And, and I'm going to stick with Jake for the purpose of this interview. Uh, you, you, uh, 
You went to, for the best of reasons, uh, to the Capitol that day. As you say, you'd been back there on December 12th, uh, an entirely peaceful event, orderly, and you expected the same. What were your thoughts as suddenly uh, you are arrested, what is it, two days later, uh, and accused of all sorts of heinous crimes against the Republic? Were you, how stunned were you? Oh, well... I definitely was shocked because the FBI agent that I spoke with when I called in to turn myself in and set up or set up an appointment because they were looking for information. Um, I was stunned because he told me they weren't going to arrest me. I asked him to just be straight up with me, man to man. Tell me, are you going to arrest me? I'll show up either way, but just tell me. And he said, no, I don't see any reason to arrest you. And considering at the time that it was just misdemeanors and I knew that the FBI didn't really waste their time on misdemeanors, I was like, all right, well, then I'll I'll go talk to him. And lo and behold, they arrested me right away. Right away. And then and, and what happened next? Well, they arrest they read me my Miranda rights. I got in the room, sat in the chair. Then they read me my Miranda rights. And I was like, oh, crap. You know, like, here we go. Uh, they are. You are arresting me. You you know, what the heck? And so then they said, do you want to talk? Do you want to say anything? And I was like, well, I'll tell you my side of the story. And so I and they said, well, you know, you don't have a lawyer present. I said, I, I have I have God at my side. So I and I have the truth on my side. So I'm just going to tell you what happened. So I told them what happened from my perspective. And then they took me to jail. <laughs> well, that's the, the FBI in this does not look uh, does not look very good. I have to say the entire Justice Department doesn't look good. The judiciary doesn't look good. Um, and, and what happened? I mean, did they ever release you then? Well, no, no. I was taken to a in like what are the private prison here in Arizona in what's called Florence, Arizona, mm-hmm. small little prison town. And they just had misdemeanor charges at first. And then like, I think it was like five days, seven days later or something like that. They slammed me with two felony charges, totaling a 25 year maximum sentence. And that freaked me out, man. Um, let me tell you, it, it was like, oh, my God. You, you know, at the time, I didn't understand the legal system. And I thought that they were saying I was going to get 25 years. Um, so I'm freaking out. I'm in solitary confinement in Arizona. I'm, I'm You're in, in solitary confinement? Well, yeah, because they said it was for COVID. But, I mean, you know, bleh, give me a break. But anyway... Um, I'm in my cell, I'm freaking out and I have a Bible with me and I was like, God, you know, you asked me to go through this. You asked me to do this. I'm going to open this. I'm going to close my eyes and I'm going to open this Bible and I'm going to point to a random verse with my eyes closed. And I need you to speak with me like now, tell me everything's going to be okay. So I close my eyes. I open the Bible. I pointed a random verse with my eyes closed. And the verse that I pointed at said, I am yours and you are mine. I have redeemed you and called you by name, O Jacob. Whoa. Yeah. Yeah. Imagine having like, and I was like, okay, okay. Whoa. All right. Well, I guess God, you know, has got this. And what's well, interesting, had, what's interesting to, though, is it had to give you a lot of peace though in that moment. Oh, well, yeah. But then like, you know, a good, 
two hours later, I was back to freaking out again, you know, because <laughs> it's like, oh, my gosh, I didn't understand the legal system. But it definitely helped. And there was a lot of incredible, miraculous things like that that happened while I was in solitary confinement for 10 and a half months, while I was in prison for, you know, 14 and a half, 15 months. Um yeah, there was a lot of things like that. And then what's really interesting is Tucker Carlson's footage came out three weeks before I was already set to be released. And I couldn't help but think about that phrase in that that biblical verse in the beginning of um, I am yours and you are mine. I have redeemed you and called you by name, O Jacob. Because in many people's perspective, what Tucker Carlson did by releasing that footage was essentially a form of redemption or vindication for me. Well, for you, and I think for nearly everyone who is a political prisoner still uh, in the gulag that is Washington, D.C., our nation's capital, and some uh, outlying uh, prisons uh, under the Federal Bureau of Prisons as well. What was your treatment like uh, during that time? How were you treated? Uh, give us a sense of that. Well, I was only in the D.C. Gulag for approximately 11 days. And the reason why they transferred me was because I was fasting for 11 days because the food wasn't organic, so I wasn't eating. And D.C. Gulag apparently could not accommodate my court-ordered organic diet. So um, they moved me to Alexandria, Virginia. But when I was in D.C. In, in the Gulag, I had never experienced racism until I went to the D.C. jail. How so? Well, for example... The guards were mostly black and they believed the mockingbird media and their narrative regarding Trump supporters being white supremacists and being uh, racist and all this other stuff. So and then they knew who I was. So they definitely didn't treat me very well in the beginning. But I think what's interesting, though, is that as I was fasting and I was continuing to not eat, I got to watch their hardened hearts begin to soften as they saw that I was suffering. And that was, that was very interesting to see. It reminded me of what Gandhi talked about when he talked about self-suffering and, uh, you know, non-cooperation. Well, we're going to continue. We are talking with Jake Chansley, uh, a, a victim of the Marxist dim corruption in Washington, D.C., a Department of Justice that is rank and raw with corruption and makes no pretense of it, a judiciary that is no better. Uh, those are my words, not Jake Chansley's. But based on his experience, I see that as uh, a straightforward statement of fact. We'll be right back with Jake Chansley. Stay with us. Ready to elevate your home? Picture this. Central heating, a cozy fireplace, or your dream walk-in closet. Build a backyard oasis, go green with solar panels, or start a business. It's all possible with Figure's home equity line of credit. Unlock up to $400,000. Apply online in five minutes. Funding in as little as five days. Head to figure.com and transform your home. Figure Lending LLC, DBA Figure, Equal Opportunity Lender, NMLS 1717824. Terms and conditions apply. Visit figure.com for more information. For licensing information, go to www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. We're back with Jake Chansley, and we're talking about January 6th and his imprisonment uh, and his uh, treatment 
uh, at the hands of the Federal Bureau of Prisons. Uh, there's no way in the world that you expected to be told you were going to get a sentence uh, of almost four years uh, for what you did on that day, which was basically have your picture taken uh, sitting at a desk or standing with your shaman uh, uh, get up and, uh, and, and doing nothing more. Your reaction when you found out what you were facing. Oh, man. Well, I definitely didn't expect that. That's for sure. What I also didn't expect was for the Mockingbird Media to use my image to create uh, their shock and awe campaign and never expected the name QAnon Shaman, you know, to, to follow me around. Mm-hmm. Uh, didn't expect my image to go all around the world either. And all around the world, they were using my image and they, my name was on the tongues of a lot of news anchors around the planet, which I thought was very ironic and interesting. Um, the way that I was treated in the BOP though, in all honesty, because there's a difference between being detained in like a jail or like a federal detention center and actual prison. Right. Okay. So I got treated probably the worst when I was in the D.C. Gulag, but that was only for 11 days. Then they transferred me over to Alexandria Detention Center, which is a skip hop and a jump away from the Washington, D.C. Gulag. I was there uh, for about a total of 10 and a half months in solitary confinement. And then I was transferred to uh, Safford, Arizona, where I spent the majority of my prison time in a low security uh, prison. Now, regarding the way I was treated in the BOP, to be perfectly honest with you, they could have treated me a lot worse. There's something called a communication management unit that they could have sent me to where there's no letters, no phone calls, 23 hour lockdown, no interaction with other people. And they didn't do that. They sent me to Safford, Arizona, and some people call Safford, Arizona Club Fed. So um, I think that it could have been a lot worse for sure. They could have made it a lot worse, but they also could have not done anything at all. You know, they could have not sent me to prison at all. I think that the way that they reacted was completely unjustified. Yeah, there's no question about it. I mean, we're talking about hundreds of people, many of them just like you, and in as innocent as they could be of any uh, crime, uh, certainly no felony and no misdemeanor that rises to the level of what that's costing the federal taxpayer to incarcerate these people for all this time. We're looking at uh, this week, the Supreme Court will be making decisions about the uh, the charges have been brought against most most of the those political prisoners that are still held as well as the the thousand that at least uh, have already spent time or have uh, very few have been exonerated so it, it's a it's a it's a time where the supreme court is going to take a look at what the justice department did here uh, as far as i've been able to to see uh from my vantage point the prosecutors overcharged. The FBI was complicit and docile before what they knew was rank corruption, political corruption. The judiciary then oversentenced uh, to a person, and certainly you. Now, there are some people who deserve to be in prison, but they're a handful based on what I saw in that video. And I, I just want to get your sense of 
what we is there anything in your view that we could be doing for the people who are still in prison? Well, we need to talk about what it is that they're going through. Um, there's a lot of people currently in the D.C. Gulag, J6 prisoners, that just because they're refusing to take a COVID test, they're all being locked down. They aren't allowed to use the phone. They're not allowed visitations. They're not allowed um, to come out of their cells for any more than an hour a day. All because they're saying, well, no, we're not going to take a COVID test. Um, there's been people that were beaten. There's people that were like, I saw an article in gateway pundit. There was a guy that was a J six prisoner that was put in a mop closet with no clothing and, uh, just underwear and no bed sheets, no, uh, sink or anything. He was in a mop closet. So it just, and he was there for months and months at a time, solitary confinement. The light was always on. You know, so like that, that messes with your circadian rhythm. Um, So there's just so much that is being done to these people. I mean, Enrique Tario, the founder of the Proud Boys, who's, by the way, is Puerto Rican and black, if I'm not mistaken. So that whole idea of being a white supremacist goes right out the window. Um, Enrique Tario got a 22 year sentence. And there's a lot of people that are saying, I believe even himself that said that he got that length of a sentence because he refused to lie about his connection to Donald Trump and how it related to January 6th, that the feds came to him with a deal and said, say this and you'll get out of jail real soon. And did you, did you, well, did you see, or did you uh, meet Ray Epps at any time during the demonstration? Uh, no. And you know, we're now we find out that there was, uh, in one form or another, either agents or informants or other so- human sources that were there on January 6th. Did you ever get a sense that you, I, I suspect, caught up in the moment? I, I don't know what you would have thought about or considered, but did you ever think that perhaps someone was uh, conveying you to a to a destination uh, who was playing a part in creating the event itself? No, good luck trying to control my mind and my behavior. <laughs> well, God bless you. I, and I suspected that would be the answer. Uh, but the, for so many, uh, there is still a, a great belief that uh, a lot of people were there who shouldn't have been uh, and who shouldn't have been acting as they did on that day. But one thing I do know is when the American people are so intimidated as they are right now to even stand up in their own capital, and to protest a policy or a law or a regulation or even a party's uh, sad and pathetic uh, insistence on treating fellow Americans the way the Marxist Dems have treated you and your fellow prisoners on that uh, uh, from that day. Uh, it, it's abhorrent. And I, I have to tell you, as an American citizen, I have never felt more helpless to do anything, uh, to even raise my voice. I know how inadequate it is. Uh, and and frankly, how futile it is, because these people absolutely do not care. In point of fact, they hate. Uh, we always give our guests the final word here. And Jake, I'd like, if you will, your concluding thoughts is, and I want to tell you, I've enjoyed talking with you today and appreciate your time. Hope you'll come back. 
Yes, it would be my honor to come back. Um, I think that now is the time more than ever to stand up and make our voices heard. That's why they're trying to stop it so intensely. That's why they're trying to censor us, because now is the time. We have to do very similar to what happened in Romania with the fall of communism. We have to stand in the gap. We have to use nonviolent, non-cooperation with evil to resist what is happening. And I promise you it will work. But do not be afraid. Do not be intimidated. We will win. God wins in the end. And the fact of the matter is the it's not that the world and the country and things are getting worse. It's just that the corruption in this country and across the planet is becoming more obvious. This is the apocalypse. This is the lifting of the veil. And I think that when we embrace that and realize that this is probably the most exciting time we could have picked to be alive and we learn to take our place in history and enjoy that place in history and do it for our children and our grandchildren and the seventh generation, then there will be no stopping us. Amen, brother. Thank you so much. Jacob Chansley, we thank you for joining us on The Great America Show. God bless you. Thank you. God bless you. Thanks, everybody, for being here today. Breitbart News editor Alex Marlowe with a new book out, a great read. It's entitled Breaking Biden. Alex Marlowe will be with us here tomorrow. Please join us for that. Join us each and every day. Follow me on Twitter, Truth Social at Lou Dobbs, on Facebook and Instagram at Lou Dobbs Tonight. And check out LouDobbs.com. Thanks, everybody. God bless you. May God bless and save America. America.